There he is. Hey, good morning. How are you, man? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I've, I've missed you. I've missed you too. Last week. I know. I got. Not, didn't happen. I got. I got caught up at the shop. I was all stressed, and then I yeah. just I couldn't I couldn't make it. But here we are. We're here. Can you hear me okay? Because I'm doing the headphone thing this week. I can. Yeah, I I'm doing the headphone thing too. Am I good? You're good. All right, Excellent. sweet. When I heard the playback of one of the weeks, it was very echoey, and I was so far away. So. No, this. I like the I like the headphone thing. The microphone's there, nice and crisp. Right. I don't have the wireless. Sound good. I got to get, get up to date. Old school. Ah, uh, you know, you're doing all right. Yeah. I can hear you. That's all I care yes. about. Um, so this week, I thought we would talk a little bit about like who do we go see when we have like an injury pop up, right? So yeah. I have a ton of friends who are runners, and I feel like no matter how many times I tell them to go to a certain place, like maybe I say, okay, you've got, you know, a knee issue popping up, go see Mike. They either like, I don't know what the deal is. They just go to their primary care and then the primary care is like, oh, you gotta go get surgery or like they'll go to like an urgent care and yeah. they have like an Achilles issue and the urgent care is like, oh yeah, you got all sorts of crazy issues. So you're going to need to like you chop your foot off. You're done. You're toast. You can't do anything. Um, don't run ever again. <laughs> don't, you can't run ever again and yeah. we're removing your foot. Um, so like I have, and I have a lot of friends who are like kind of elite athletes too. So like I know, a few friends who are really good at running who go to like a chiropractor all the time or they go to like a PT every week or they go to like a massage therapist and like they have all these kind of tools in their toolbox and I just kind of have to wrap my head around like what all those different things are for and why would someone go see a chiropractor or go see an ortho guy you know that type of stuff yeah this is a great question so so there's like a it's a lot to unpack can understand yeah. but i know like you you know you probably get people in and then you can send them out to yeah. these various places if you need to um exactly so so maybe just we can start with like what if i'm a runner and i get hurt who should i go see first like okay. just like a general injury like i like i've got a knee pain or an achilles issue or something like most runners have yeah so i would say someone like me or a physical therapist or mm -hmm. a chiropractor nowadays with the chiropractor training and physical therapy training there's a lot of crossover there's some really good chiropractors that i know and there's some really mm -hmm. good physical therapists that i know there's also some really bad chiropractors that I know. There's also some really mm. bad physical therapists that I know. So you want to make sure whatever, yeah. whatever you're saying is good. But I want right. to backtrack that for a second because years ago, the old system was whether you're sick or hurt or anything, you call your primary care physician, right? Mm -hmm. It takes you two weeks to get an appointment with them. You go in yep. you say, yeah, my knee hurts here when I run. And they say, okay, stop running, take Advil, and then go see a specialist. And then there's another two to three weeks go by before you see the specialist. 
then you go yep. in and most times it's non-operative so this orthopedic surgeon said you got knee pain yeah keep stay with the ibuprofen still don't run go see a therapist now it's another yep. week or two to get in to see the therapist and there's just like now you like have three to months of, yeah 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 and it was very yeah. inefficient and it was very unnecessary you mm -hmm. know primary care physicians are there to keep us free of disease and make sure we can stay alive right that's their role they don't right. are not trained specifically on soft tissue injuries and they don't always give the best advice but okay. it's also not it's not in their wheelhouse right so if you came right. to me because you want to know how to lower your diabetes like i wouldn't I can't prescribe you medication for that. I can't, I don't deal with the disease process like they do, right? right so we all right. kind of have our roles. So mm -hmm. that's the old school system. And a lot of people still think they need to go to their primary care physician first. 99% right. of the time, you don't need to do that. So mm -hmm. the, the, the short answer is go right to a soft, a soft tissue specialist, which would be someone like um, mm -hmm. our, ourselves, a medically trained one that can evaluate um, and kind of triage the situation mm -hmm. and also because maybe three percent of less than three percent of the, all the running injuries I've ever seen end up needing a surgical consult. Running injuries typically okay. are traumatic yeah. and don't need surgery so you don't really need and that you don't really need to go see the specialist you don't really need to go um, you know see the best surgeon in the world because you have some lateral knee pain every time you run over 10 miles because it's right. most likely not a surgical issue, it's a functional issue that we'll be able to help with better. So don't go through that old system, so get yeah. right in and check with, anyone's listening, check with your insurance company. But we do that, so if you would call our office, our patient mm -hmm. care coordinator will answer the phone, take your insurance information, call the insurance company on your behalf and say, okay, they're going to commit to PT, you know, what's their copay, what's their deductible, do they need a no? We ask all those questions, and very yeah. rarely do we need to send someone back to the doctor. And I think the Got whole it. system's getting better because they know it's an efficient way to do it. Because those are just wasted doctor's visits, and doctors are busy enough. They don't need to have their waiting rooms clogged right. with people with minor musculoskeletal issues. Right, right. And do you find, like, I don't know if it's uh, like gotten better over the years or whatever, but do you find like a lot of your services are covered by insurance? Yeah. 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 Like, I don't have to sure. pay out of pocket? No, there's certain things, like, um, laser and if we're using our anti-gravity treadmill just for running that's not covered it's not medically necessary so there's mm -hmm. certain things that we can do as um, part of our treatment that may not be covered and it's a minor surcharge but yeah. most people have some sort of physical therapy benefit in their plan the problem mm -hmm. is so many of us these days including myself have high deductible plans because we want to lower our monthly premium right so real quick if we can talk about that because i think that's informative some people sure, don't know yeah. they're yeah, most people don't even know how the health insurance works. But if I have a three thousand dollar deductible, right, and I go to see well, let's flip around. You have a three thousand dollar deductible. You call my office to get an appointment with me. We're gonna do that benefit check, call your insurance company, figure all this out, and then we're gonna come back to you and say, Okay, Eric, great news is you have coverage, but you have a three thousand dollar deductible, which means the insurance will not start paying until you've dished three thousand dollars of your own money out of your pocket. Yeesh. Yeah, that's yeah, tough. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of shkrol, as they say in province, right? I don't even <laughs> yeah. know if I said that right, but I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Yeah. Sorry, sorry for all my Italian friends if I messed that up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's a lot of money. So even though you have coverage, because a lot yeah. of us are choosing these high deductible plans, you're still paying a lot out of pocket. 
So what we're seeing a lot nowadays is that people are just choosing to not even use their insurance for stuff like this. And they're basically yeah. using it more for, you know, major things, surgeries. Yeah, like a just-in-case situation, yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes that's financially better for the patient. Sometimes it's not. So we just try to counsel mm -hmm. them on it. Um, yeah. So the fact of the matter is you can come directly to a therapist and or chiropractor. You can mm -hmm. most of the time is covered. And depending on your arrangement, um, what kind of plan you have, it may cost you as little as, you know, most people don't have less than a $25 copay these days. Uh, but okay. it will cost you as yeah. little as 25 or depending on who you see and what you have done, it could cost you up to like $100, $150 a visit, depending. Okay, usually somewhere, gotcha. Usually, usually somewhere between 75 and 100 I would say, for a visit. Okay, got it. So, quick quick question. We talk about like chiropractors. Do you send, Will you send someone out to a chiropractor if they come in? And what type of issue would that, like, chiropractor be able to help with yeah so it's a really great area and that's um you know I, I i very rarely send someone out to the chiropractor because i feel what we do we can achieve the same results um as a chiropractor mm -hmm. it's a totally different approach i have if i have someone that's got like, some real structural spinal issues and i'm not totally comfortable with my um, spinal manipulations like popping and cracking the spine if I really yeah. think they need that, and we do have, we actually have someone on staff now who's a trained osteopractor. So he's a doctor of physical therapy with an osteopractic training, which is similar to chiropractor. So now we've got someone like that in house. But if mm -hmm. I wasn't comfortable with it, then that's who I would send out to a chiropractor. But chiropractors yeah. are also treating soft tissue injuries. Chiropractors are dry needling and doing grasping and taping, just like yeah. we are. So there's a, a couple of chiropractors who I really, um, I love what they do professionally. And if we were on a table side by side, most people wouldn't know who was a therapist and who was a chiropractor because there's a lot Got of people yeah. So it all depends who you're comfortable with. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know, the chiropractors are much more than just snap and pop like they used to be. Um, That's so, what I think of when I think of chiropractor. I think of like, I'm yeah. going to crack your bones, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's slightly different training, slightly different mindset when you see a chiropractor and a therapist. But, you know, if they're good and, and yeah, what they do, you're going to get the same results. Um, so it all matters who you're comfortable with. Of course, I'm biased to physical therapists and our approach just because that's who I am. That's what I've been doing yeah. for 20 years. Yeah. Um, right. But it, but it doesn't mean someone should avoid. If they have a good relationship with their chiropractor, most likely they're getting um, what they need. And some of yeah. the older chiropractors may refer. We get a lot of chiropractors that refer to us because they're, you know, if structurally they did what they needed to do and it's more, you know, maybe a little more soft tissue, a little more exercise progression, returning to activity. I think we're more equipped typically in a physical therapy office to do that. Not all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so we still yep. get referrals. Um, but either one, you can go right to them. Got it. Got it. What the heck is an osteo, an osteopractor? <laughs> what yeah, is yeah. that? Yeah, we got to get Greg on here to talk about it. So he's uh, yeah. Yeah, he's up in my Plainville office. So he basically has a very chiropractic type of advanced training, so manual therapy of the spine. So he can mm -hmm. snap and pop, as we all, yeah. you know, most of us think of chiro chiropractic. He can do all that. Um, you know, so he does a lot of things combining manual manipulation of the spine and dry needling and exercise correction. So very mm -hmm. similar to um, a chiropractic philosophy, so similar training. Got it. Got it. No, I know, um, I know that if, if any chiropractors are listening, they might say it's not the same. It, it might not be, but it's just the best way I can describe it. It's pretty, yeah. 
Got it. Okay, cool. And so what is like a orthopedic person going to help with? So like I have a lot of folks who go to like the primary care and then the primary care sends them to an orthopedic doctor and yep. then like that doctor will either be like, we need to chop your foot off or go see <laughs> yeah. Mike or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So orthopedic, they're surgeons, right? So Good. that's yeah. what they do and that's what they're best at. So when you go mm -hmm. see someone like that, if you're not a surgical candidate, they're going to turn around and most likely send you to therapy somewhere, whether they have okay. a therapist in house or they own their own therapy clinics, depending on what state you're in, or they'll send you to a facility like mine. So mm -hmm. we refer to um, orthopedics all the time. If we're not getting the results we want, or if we see any red flags, like if I'm assessing your foot injury and I think mm -hmm. you might have um, torn a ligament or you might have a stress fracture, you know, then we need some diagnostic testing, like an MRI yeah. or CT scan or bone scan, something. We as physical therapists can't order that. So we call them okay. red flags. So we find, mm -hmm. if we feel we need more testing or we need definitely a surgical consult or an MD opinion on something because it's just not, doesn't seem right or it's not responding, then we'll go send you off to a specialist. And, okay. you know, I've been doing this for like 20 years in my area, so I know if I've got a foot person I need help with, I know who to go to. If I get a knee person, I know who to send that to. If it's a shoulder, I know who to send that to. Oh, uh, uh, okay. But because in general, you want to find someone who special, specializes in that area. If there's you know, podiatrists mm -hmm. who only do foot and ankle. There's um, foot and ankle specialists who are orthopedically trained, orthopedic surgeons. Then you get orthopedic mm -hmm. surgeons that only do hips and knees or only do shoulders and knees. So um, you want to try to find someone that's got that experience. But gotcha. I think it's a better approach to get there through like the therapist because 99% of the time you don't need them but a lot of people go through that doctor route to get back to get into therapy right where, and it's just like another extra step yeah and it's just time wasted whereas 99% of the time you're going to end up in our office anyway and mm -hmm. you can come directly to us without wasting that and then if if the therapist is well trained and experienced then we can do a good evaluation and then, you know, we know enough. We, we, we stay in our lane, mm -hmm. for a better way to Got describe it. it. So if I if it's something that's not, I know I can't help or no one on my team can help, then I will refer up the ladder a little bit. Got it. So quick question. I don't know if you'd be able to answer this, but is there any orthopedic doctor who does head, shoulders, knees, and toes? <laughs> yes, there, there are. <laughs> there are a few. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just had to do that. Um, that's a, anyway. that's like a, a generalist in the uh, osteopathic world. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so we talk chiropractor. We talk like ortho. Yeah. So massage therapy, right? So you guys do like a lot of soft tissue work as it is. Are there certain situations where you're like, you need to like get this thing worked out and go see like a legit massage therapist? Um, yeah, again, there's a lot of overlap depending on how the therapist is trained. Like I've got a lot of soft tissue training under my belt um, mm -hmm. using instruments in my hands because the population yeah. working with runners, you need to have that. So do I do as much massage as a massage therapist who's my age? Probably not. So could they mm -hmm. get a better release out of tissues with their hands? Possibly. But the biggest difference yeah. is they're not, they're not trained to assess and diagnose. Because uh, they're not considered in the medical world like a licensed medical professional. It's, mm -hmm. it's sad that they're not, but they're kind of classified, if you look at them legally, they're classified like salons. 
if people interesting like a spa or something yeah yeah like okay they have the i think they have the same licensing board as um anestheticians and people who do facials and nails and that type of thing uh, which i don't think does them a, a good service i think it's a different level of service um, mm. but i wouldn't go there first uh, we we have a massage therapist we've had two or three that work for us that will see patients mm -hmm. here and we've got a, um, a guy right in our building who's really good and this massage therapist around the world refer people to we usually get mm -hmm. them over there towards the end of their recovery or as part of their maintenance plan but if you're hurt okay. the therapist is a better way to go to get you through that injury process and get you back um, faster and a little bit safer in my opinion right because you'll get on there with that dry needle and the uh graft and tools yeah i mean we have, we have a little more equipment a little more options we have different modalities you know, we have more training in the healing process, so we can kind of assess you know, what level this injury is, and how soon can mm -hmm. you go and run. But, you know, as a skilled massage therapist develops, gets those um, gets those skills on the job, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I still think going to a, a, a licensed medical professional first to get that diagnosis and assessment is usually a better way. Not always needed, but I, that's the safest way to go. I do, I do have to get... I want to try the Graston thing because I've never, I've never done that. We've never. Maybe that's another coffee talk. We'll Graston, dude. Yeah, dude, that would be painful. <laughs> I hear. Well, no. If you, if you, if anything can be painful if you do it rough enough, right? <laughs> uh, right. It's not too bad. No, it's not bad. It's not too bad. Needle, All right. Nah, you'll be fine. All right. Cool. There, I can handle it. Handle it. Yeah, you can handle it. So can we All talk right. about one other one other avenue? Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. So yeah, yeah. like the ER or the, the walk-in clinics. Yes, right? they, see, that's the thing. I have a pal who, I won't say any names, but okay. ankle injury, like Achilles stuff, and no matter how many times I tell her, or him, sorry, um, to go see, <laughs> uh, to go see you, yeah. I get like, oh, I can't, I'm busy, like I have work and all that. And then she goes to a walk-in, and or he, sorry, she or he goes to a walk-in. And then next thing you know, they're like, oh, you got like this growth that we have to like cut it off with surgery or something. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you, like, froze up, you froze up there for a second, but um, I think you're talking about the he, he or she ends mm -hmm. up going to the walk-in. Yeah, they go to the walk-in, and then the walk-in say, like says, "Ah, uh, you got like this weird thing that we gotta cut off or something, you know, yeah, that's like a growth good. on your Achilles or something or whatever." So they're like, "You gotta get surgery." This, and that's this is a like, true story. This is a true story. Holy cow! Um, they're like, "Okay, you got this Achilles, and it's like rubbing, and it's like causing bone to grow or something, yeah, and she's got the we need to." He or she has the pump up. He or she has the pump, the pump pump. So now, like, that's the answer, right? So, like, she's got her answer, and now it's like, or he's got her, his answer, and they got to get that surgery, you know? Tell, tell her to call me. <laughs> I've, I have so many times. No, so, yeah, but here's the thing with that, too. No one should ever, with a running injury or something non-traumatic like that and non-life-threatening, no one should ever rush into surgery without trying conservative management first. Because right. most likely she's getting a bony buildup on her calcaneus, her heel bone from extra mm -hmm. tension. It could, could have been growing her whole life, and now it's big enough where it's probably rubbing in her shoe and it hurts. And there's stuff we can do for that. I have had, I have had people who've ended up having the surgery, and it's no walk in the park with the recovery. It's tough. 
Yeah. Uh, no one, if you go that route to the, the ER or walk in first, buy and get their advice, but always still get a conservative management opinion uh, yeah. before you take any crazy steps like that. Okay. Going back to the ER more. and the walk in, I mean, they just want to make sure you don't die while you're there. That's their goal. <laughs> right. 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 Make, yeah. make sure you don't die and make sure that there's nothing serious going on. And they, they're too busy. Like they don't want to have to deal with it much, you know. But there right. are times where people go in for something simple like that, and then, God, they find a tumor in there or something is more medical. Um, right. So yeah, maybe it was a good, a good thing for that person to get in to see a get a um, doctor's eyes on there right away. But again, mm -hmm. all those things we we can triage and get people to the right care if you go the the, the more conservative route with those first. Gotcha. So your advice is always try. Well, get some different opinions, right? So, like, like a second opinion is not a bad thing, and Never bad. Um, yeah. If you're and not like, getting better, but if you're, mm -hmm. if you're getting better, like if you go see the chiropractor and you're getting better, cool, awesome. cool. You you pick the right treatment for that injury, right? If you're seeing a therapist, right. you're getting better. Good choice. But if you're not getting better, or if someone's like throwing around injections or surgeries or you can't run for six months or major life changes or major events yeah mm -hmm. you get two if not three opinions right, I had right. Two, i've had two orthopedic surgeries and i saw four doctors before i decided to have them who was going to do it yeah yeah i think that's i think that's always wise and oh i always like try to at least hear where people have like bunions and stuff like try to tell them like avoid the surgery as long as you can um, until it gets to a point where you got to get it done, because like yeah. I hear it's pretty rough. Surgery is never like an easy thing. No, no, and most of the time that's the sound advice. And you say until you can't live the life you want to live, then it's time to go in. Every mm -hmm. once in a while, depending on the injury, you might be better off doing it sooner than later if that's going to be the inevitable option. Because mm -hmm. you can take something that's operable and could be a minimal to moderate recovery and traumatic event now. Yep. If you keep shredding that tissue or damaging it more, now you're looking at major surgery that can sometimes be yeah. inoperable. Um, yeah, yeah. But those are very rare. Um, mm -hmm. But Yeah, you know, and I've had people who have just like built, say, the surgery or recovery time around like their life. So like if they're a teacher and they have to get a surgery, they'll do it in the summer when they have time to recover, yeah. like that type of stuff. So yeah, there's, there's no good time to do it, but you got to fit it in for less, yeah. the least obstructive to your life. Right. Cool. Well, I hope that was helpful for folks. I hope so too. That's a good talk. Um, I gotta, yeah, I gotta wrap this sucker up, Stupid. but, uh, yeah, wrap it up. Thank you so much for coming on here, Mike. And thank you to everybody who's listening and watching and all that fun stuff. Always fun. And, uh, I will be back here next week. Are you sure? I'm going to try. <laughs> I, I was here crying by myself in fetal position on the floor waiting for you to pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like fitting someone for shoes. I'm like, just come on. Just get the shoes. I got to go. Um, yeah, Russell, right? No, exactly. Right. Yeah. So sorry about that. Back no this worries. week. Back next week. And uh, we'll have another fun topic to talk about. Sounds good. All right. Thanks, man. See we'll you, see you. Take care.